Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. This is episode number 78. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. This week's network shout-out goes to Epic Podcast, Emergency Preparedness in Canada. This educational podcast features current, relevant, and Canadian content for those passionate about disasters and their management. Congratulations to host Joshua Besenson and Grayson Cockett for recently winning silver in the Business Podcast Division at the Canadian Online Publishing Awards. Another APN show, Speaking Municipally, also won gold for Best Podcast in the Consumer Division. You can visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for information to links to these and all of the other great shows on the network. My buddy Josh Mitchell introduced me to Bevan Sweeney this past September at Barbecue on the Bow here in Calgary. Bevan and his wife had made the trip from Terrace, BC to compete, taking time away from their redneck kitchen barbecue food truck. We connected via Skype last month and I hope you enjoy his story. But first, this episode is brought to you in part by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your energy from. Park Power has low overhead, and chances are you'll save money if you switch. You can find out how much money you would save by visiting parkpower.ca and plugging your numbers into the Alberta Energy Savings Calculator. If you decide to switch, it's easy. Nothing changes about your service, only the price you pay. Learn more at parkpower.ca. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the podcast here in the basement studio. I've got uh, via Skype, Bevan Sweeney out of Terrace, BC with Redneck Kitchen. Bevan, welcome to the show. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good, yeah. Awesome. It's a little chilly, but other than that, we're good. Yeah, appreciate you taking some time out of your Sunday evening to join me here. No problem. So let's start with uh, your your background, your barbecue story. Talk to me about uh, how you ended up in the barbecue world. Uh, I drove a transport truck for quite a few years okay. before I got started into it. Yeah. And um, I decided I was going to build a pit. I built a pit in my backyard or my driveway, actually, out yeah. of a 150-gallon propane tank. Nice, yeah. And... Uh, uh, my neighbors didn't like me when I first brought it home and cut it in half <laughs> yeah. because uh, if anybody's ever done that, find a new tank. Yeah. A secondhand one, an old one. Wow, man, it's hard to get that smell out. And oh, yeah. It's throughout your whole neighborhood. They'll yeah. call the gas company thinking there's a gas leak. And yeah, it's. Uh, but um, we'll just. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. Um, Making friends, eh? <laughs> I burned four or five pallets inside of the uh, propane tank trying to get the smell out. Yeah, and it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, one of my uh, it was one of my first welding projects, so yeah, it was, uh, didn't have a lot of help with um, knowing how to build a pit. Right. And anytime I asked any questions online, everybody says, "Oh yeah, I figured it out." Nice. Yeah. Okay. So I figured it out. Yeah. Trial and error. Trial and error. You, you actually got to see that pit in Calgary. Right. Okay. Old Smoky. Yeah. That's the one that we cooked on, and um, I've had that now for 12, 13 years. So you've been at been at this a while then. Uh, it's all self-taught. Yeah. And, um, 
I met some great people uh, in 2012, 2013, when I went to do uh, Barbie on the Bow in Calgary right. for the first time. Right. Um, I met the boys from Rocky Mountain Smokers, and that uh, they're they're a cool bunch of guys. Yeah, and right. uh, and then Brian from House of Q, yeah. him and his wife, like they they're family to me yeah. now. We we talk on the phone all the time. Yeah. We yeah, they're they're just awesome people. So. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it's just been, it's been really cool. I learned a lot going to do a competition. Um, the first time I went, I didn't didn't expect to win anything at all, Yep. but, uh, I took seventh. Nice. It was fun. Yeah. And, uh, second competition took third. That was even better. Yeah. And then I had a lot of people, I started doing some catering. Okay. And, uh, a lot of people asking me to, uh, Start a food truck. Right. Here you so are. I went to Texas and I got myself a food truck with okay. a Fast Eddie 500 on it. And and uh, now I'm known for being the barbecue guy in the Northwest. Yeah, no kidding. Right on. So how long, uh, so. when did you get uh, jump into the food truck? When was that? Uh, I've had it now for three years. Okay. So I uh, flew into Austin uh, wanted to go to Franklin, saw the lineup, said it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Uh, went to La Barbecue. Um, yeah. uh, my buddy Kevin was with me, and he had a shirt on that was from Hyder, Alaska. Okay. He said, okay. nobody in Texas is going to know where Hyder is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we get to the gate at uh, La Barbecue, and buddy goes, Hyder, Alaska, isn't that that little ghost town, the draft dodger town up there in the middle of nowhere? You guys live there? It's like, no, but we live close to not, it. Not too far, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. And next thing you know, they uh, gave us a big tour around the, the place and nice. showed us the pits and lots of pointers and tips because mm-hmm. we didn't live anywhere near them. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and um, I've had people tell me from Austin, Texas, that my brisket tastes just like what you would get at Franklin's or at La Barbecue. So nice, that's, right? uh, that's quite a compliment. Not a bad, uh, not a bad comparison. Yeah. Uh, so when did you kind of jump into the competition thing? You said 2013, that was Barbecue on the Bow? Uh, 2012 was 2012? the first one. Okay. 2013 was the second one, yeah. and then I couldn't afford to do it anymore right. because yeah. traveling, mm-hmm. what is it, uh, a, a day and a half each yeah. way Yeah, it's a... um, with wife and kids and that sort of thing and mm-hmm. it gets expensive on a week trip to Calgary yeah, no so doubt. yep so um didn't do any and then I got the the business up and going and um well anybody knows about starting a business or if anybody has ever started a business you your first couple of years you yeah. don't have money for anything pretty, pretty lean yeah so it gets pretty lean yep but um yeah we got to go this year. I got awesome. to take my, my number one with me, uh-huh. uh, Brody, and he got to see what uh, competitions were all about, and he's got a passion for it too, so it was nice. kind of cool. Yeah. How old is he now? Uh, Brody is 19. Okay, so yeah, old enough to help out and everything else, right? Yeah, try not to fall asleep while you're running the stick burner. <laughs> hey, we've all done it, right? Yeah. 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 So. Awesome. Do so you get much? Uh, do a much other competition around? 
We are actually trying to uh, put together a festival in Terrace nice. coming up this year, yeah. uh, 2020. 2020. Um, probably in Ju- uh, the end of June or the okay. first of July. Um, don't know a hundred percent sure when yet. We're still waiting on a few things, um, but it's going to be um, bands, booze. Brew, so there's going to be local breweries nice. and nice. and Q. Yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be a BBQ competition. Yeah, nice. And um, so it'll be a we're working on trying to get it to be a um, KCBS event, awesome. uh, backyard event with say ribs and chicken, mm-hmm. uh, a two me cook one day event, yeah. and um, we have probably about thirty people in the in the local area that are interested in coming out and and playing and seeing what competition is all about. So that's, unfortunately, that's awesome. I don't have a grand championship yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've worked my butt off and tried hard, but uh, I, I don't have that. Yeah. And I will not be competing in this competition. Mm-hmm. So somebody else in my neighborhood will get a grand champion yeah. before <laughs> I do. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay. Uh, well, hopefully you can get some support from the, uh, you know the Alberta community as well. Get some folks out there from here, and uh, that'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Make sure to keep us uh, keep me posted on that. We'll spread the word as best we can for you. Yeah, I know that uh, Bernie's excited about it. My mm-hmm. brother uh, yeah. Colby, he's excited about it, and um, the uh, KCBS reps there, yeah. um, Ken and Brenda. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're interested in coming out, and uh, Terry, I guess, is interested in coming out, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, Chris and the boys at Rocky Mountain Smokers, they expressed some interest from what my brother was saying. Yeah. I, I haven't actually talked to anybody yet, but uh, he he did mention that we were planning on doing this. So oh, that's awesome. Uh, pretty cool. Great to uh, yeah spread the spread it around a little bit, right? Get uh, yeah get some more areas getting uh, going with competition. That's excellent. Yeah. So talk a little uh, about the uh, the business side of things for you. Redneck Kitchen, the uh, the food truck. Uh, Talk about that a bit. Um, this year was a really good year. Yeah. Uh, year three. Um, never in my wildest dreams would I ever think that I would I would be able to say that I cooked over four thousand kilograms of brisket in seven months. Wow. But we did. That's huge. Um, we we went through twenty hundred kilograms of pork shoulders. And um, we went through over 1,800 racks of ribs. Awesome. And, uh, potatoes. We make our, our own french fries. Nice. Hand cut every morning. And we went through 9,350 pounds of potatoes this year. That's huge. <laughs> we made 10,000 sandwiches, buns, like just nuts in seven months. That's, oh. that's a lot of food. Yep. Oh, that's a lot of food. That is, man. That's so. awesome. Great to hear. Nice to see the community supporting you there, obviously. And, uh, uh, you know, you're doing uh, Terrace. You do some traveling around with the food truck as well. Yeah, we do a little bit. We go to uh, Kitimat, where um, Alcan Rio Tinto is, and uh, where all the LNG yep. um, projects are going on. Mm-hmm. And um, we were fortunate enough to get into Alcan uh, three times this year. Nice. Um, they have crews of 600 people, mm-hmm. 
and off of our little food truck with a Fast Eddie 500, we fed 600 people in three hours the first time we were there. Nice. And the second time, and we didn't just do sandwiches. We did um, uh, uh, a smoked um, uh, smoked Caesar salad. Okay. Where we smoke the croutons. We make our own bacon, and we make our own croutons. And yeah, mm-hmm. so make our bacon from scratch. Make the bacon bits. Yeah. Like 200 pounds of bacon bits every year just for just for Caesar salads. Nice. So yeah. it's uh. So yeah, we had the Caesar salad, we had coleslaw, um, uh, baked beans, um, vegetarian baked beans, because they had a few vegetarians there, So, but everybody else doesn't care. Uh, So we smoked those, we cooked those in the pit. Um, We also did uh, our french fries, Um, we had buns, we make our own pickles, so we had um, kind of a spicy jalapeno cucumber yep. pickle we make so nice. um sounds, sounds good we learned that we learned those down in texas yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh we had our pickles uh brisket and pulled pork for yep. 600 people that's uh it's not that's a good sized crowd yeah in, in three hours you said right so yeah second time we fed them we fed 400 people because people were on vacation mm-hmm. 400 people in two hours and the third time we did 580 some odd people in an hour and 45 minutes wow my fr- my deep fryer was hopping no doubt yeah that's uh yeah you obviously got your process down to move the uh, be able to move the people through that quick so yeah you bet we did it with seven people yeah cafeteria style line right and it was fun awesome man yeah. that's excellent fun. and you're Good doing so- can't do it with them. yeah and so that's more of a, not so much a food truck operation, but the catering side of it, I guess, more when you do something like that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And the food truck, you're just, uh, I, I, you know, I know in Calgary, you go downtown on a weekday at lunch and there's food trucks all over. So is it kind of the same idea up there or do you have a spot uh, you're parking in there? We have a spot in Terrace that we park in yep. usually on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then okay. we go to Kitimat on Wednesdays and Fridays, and uh, we park in the lower mall parking lot in Kitimat right. and uh, over by the brick in Terrace. So um, okay. good spots. People know where we are. We're at the same spot every time. Perfect, and yeah. um, we travel around a little bit, uh, do things like Seafest uh, and Prince Rupert, and then we've been to the Monster Truck Show up at the airport. Okay, and yeah. um, we have gone to Telqua for the Telqua Barbecue and Demolition Derbies once. But uh, yeah, we, we travel around a little bit, but yeah. try to stay yeah. pretty local most yeah. of the time. It's uh, Sometimes you have to weigh in the, the cost of travel mm-hmm. and the amount that you make. And I hate to say it, but people want you to travel but if you're not making the money then yeah. you might as well just stay where you are well yeah and then yeah especially if you you know you've got your routine your days on those spots you have a pretty good idea of what your volumes are going to be like right so yeah whereas for sure. uh, you know taking a day to go someplace new you do you, you, it's a gamble right you don't know what uh, what kind of traffic you might see so yep for sure yep uh gonna take just a real quick pause here for a word from our alberta podcast network sponsor then want to talk a little bit more about the uh, the food truck and uh, some other stuff going on up there. So we'll be back in just a moment here. This episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you in part by Alberta Health Services, and they have an important message for you to listen to. We asked these children if they know when to go to emergency. 
and when there are other options. If you got in a car accident or like having trouble breathing, yeah. I would go to emergency if I had a really bad hockey skate cut on the neck. They're there to treat people that are really sick or really hurt. If you have an emergency or if you're not sure, we're here to help. Know your options. Call HealthLink at 811 or visit ahs.ca slash options. All right, we are back. I've got uh, Bevan Sweeney and Tara SPC from Redneck Kitchen. Um, any uh, challenges you've come across uh, doing kind of this, uh, the food truck catering type business in, uh, I guess you could say, a remote uh, part of the country? Um, honesty. Yeah. Trying to stay honest. Mm-hmm. Doing your own thing. Um, there's other people around, like, I wanted to do Montreal smoked meat and do uh, true Reuben right. and carrying my own briskets and stuff. But there's there's another restaurant in my town that does that, mm-hmm. so I won't do it. Right. But there's other people around who, who don't have that kind of thought process with right. what they do. Yeah. Right. And uh, nobody in my town had even known what brisket was, but now everybody wants to cook brisket because. Somebody else is doing it. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that that bugs me. Yeah. I'm I'm not that kind of guy. Yeah, I won't I won't do a poutine because you can't get proper cheese curds out here. Okay, if they don't squeak, yeah. it's not proper. That's so. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm yeah. sure you can get cheese there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you go to places that advertise poutine and it's uh, shredded mozzarella or something. And... And no, yeah. I, I've been to Quebec. I've had yeah. good cheese. Yeah. I've had good cheese curds. My brain has gone nuts yeah. on the on the cheese curds that they get there. And yeah, you can get that where we are. Yeah. So, um, coming up with different things, coming mm-hmm. up with new, unique ideas for food. Yeah. Like um, this year, we came out with a new sandwich, uh, a BBLT instead okay. of a BLT. Right. Yeah. So we take a brisket, leftover brisket, nice. cut it in, fry mm-hmm. it, make brisket bacon out of it. Okay, nice. And um, if you've never had brisket bacon, yeah, might have to try that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, save save a little next time I cook one here. So. Yeah, well, we had brisket last, uh, tonight for dinner. Mm. So nice. Um, um, and I made some brisket. Yeah, but um, yeah, brisket bacon, with a sriracha, avocado aioli. Mm, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you yeah. uh, do you have kind of a cooking background, or is it just kind of all making it up as you go, just your own? Make it up as you go. Nice. Um, Brody, Brody, my number one there. He um, yeah. he's second year culinary arts, and we bounce stuff off of each other all the time. We get together and nice. and. Um, neither one of us drink but we both love food so yeah. we just play right on and come up with new ideas and and um and yeah it, it's a it's a lot of fun excellent and is uh excellent. is that area terrace around there is that home for you originally or what's uh where's uh where's home nova scotia. sorry nova scotia nova scotia okay so what uh scotia, yeah. what uh how'd you end up out in uh terrace uh, I was dating a girl in Nova Scotia. I told her if we ever broke up, she'd never see me again. <laughs> so I moved to Terrace. <laughs> That's about as far away as you can get. <laughs> so far, I've been my word. Yeah, she hasn't <laughs> <told me> that. <laughs> yeah. but, well, there you go. 
That's a good. That's maybe one of the best stories I've heard. <laughs> I, I and my dad lived in Terrace. So oh, okay. I to be a little closer to him. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. Right. The, the good. Yeah. The fishing's no good. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, having a look on your Facebook, you're uh, seems like you're pretty active in the community, helping out with different causes and stuff. Talk about uh, talk about that a little bit. Uh, yeah, you would look at that, wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> I didn't say what it was. I didn't. Yeah, you're leaving that for me to say. Yeah. Um, so I like to help out people locally, do mm-hmm. fundraisers for people locally. I'm not into helping these big companies that get millions and millions of dollars every year. I'd rather help somebody close to home. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple years ago, we did a fundraiser for a girl by the name of Nicole Bailey, who um, was uh, diagnosed with, uh, I believe it was brain cancer. Okay. And we did a rib and chicken dinner mm-hmm. cook. Yep. Uh, and we sold out in 30 minutes. Nice. We raised twenty seven hundred dollars in thirty minutes. Awesome. So that was uh, that was fun. Yeah. Um, this year, um, okay. So last fall, my fiance took me to a show. Yeah. Called Dude Looks Like Eighty. Okay. Where yep. guys dress up like women. Yeah. And. I found out what their cause was for. It's for uh, a wonderful organization called Community Angels, mm-hmm. spelled with a K instead of a C, and they help people with um, travel expenses and that sort of thing for medical medical okay. expenses, right. cancer, that sort of thing. Okay. But all the proceeds go to helping people. It doesn't go to paying wages mm-hmm. or anything like that. So I told them I was in. Yep. And it's here. I dressed up as Carly Caves, nice. and I'm sure if you go on to Facebook, if you don't do it, but <laughs> if you, want it, you can go on to Facebook and yeah. you can see pictures of me dressed up like a cave woman. Nice. And I, you didn't get to see the bathing suit because you'd be mortified for life. <laughs> Some things uh, leave to the imagination, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this year we did really well. We were able to raise over forty thousand dollars in our little town for 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 the community angels. That's awesome. So well done, man. That's I'm gonna great. help out yeah. next year, and um, they have another one coming up in the spring for women that they asked me to cook for. So I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna help out with that one oh, as well. Great to see you. Great to see you getting involved, being part of the community, helping out where you can. Right. So. Well, that's what it's about. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, so, uh, future plans for the business? Uh, what's the uh, what's the thought there? Uh, well, never going to get rich. Yeah. But um, I really enjoy food. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy doing what I'm doing. My uh, for me, it's about people taking that bite mm-hmm. and that that one bite that makes them stop eating and makes their brain shut down for 30 seconds and then go, holy crap, you're supposed to be eating this. Yeah. That's what I do it for. Yeah. Um, I, I love that. That is, that is my passion. The people that mm-hmm. love the people when they come and they, and they tell you that, Oh, they had a sandwich and they were on their way somewhere out of town and they couldn't wait to come back to have more food. Yeah. Um, I've had a guy travel seven hours from Prince George to Terrace. It was six, six and a half hours. Mm-hmm. No, no one run. He probably did it in five and a half. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> <laughs> he, 
he drove from Prince George Terrace just to come get lunch wow. on a Saturday afternoon That's... with his daughter. Yeah. Like, the guy drove, we'll say, 13 hours yeah. round trip just to come get lunch. Nice. That's yes. that's awesome. That's uh, that hits you in the heart. Absolutely, you're do, so, doing something right. Eh? Yeah, doing something right. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, um, I've been approached about restaurants. Yes. Yeah. But I, I don't see me doing that right now. Yeah. Um, I like being able to travel. I like being able to go to where the people are, mm-hmm. and and there's just something about a food truck that is different than a restaurant. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe another smoker. Yeah, I'm starting to get to the point where my 500 is getting filled up pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, with the and volume you're putting out for sure. That's a good problem to have, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe a 750 and maybe a bigger trailer at some point in time. But yep. we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Right on. Where can uh, where can folks find you? Social media, online. Um, Facebook. Yeah. Facebook's the one. All right. I'm, uh, Facebook's the one. I right. um, I'm not very good with this computer stuff. It took me three days to figure out Skype. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you doing that, man. <laughs> but I can cook brisket. So yeah, that's it. That's got to have got your talents, right? So, I, <laughs> hey, uh, Bevan, thank you so much. Last question I like to ask everybody is: uh, It's uh, dinner time. You're getting ready for dinner. What's uh, What's the go-to for you? What's your, uh, what's the meal? Who's cooking, me or somebody else? Oh, whoever. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Nobody's asked me that before, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, if somebody else is cooking, it could be anything. That's but, right, yeah. Um, I guess if it's your, you're, get, you're cooking up dinner. If I'm cooking, yeah. I don't know, I, I like to do some... I like to do fun stuff. I've gotten into doing a, a smoked chicken cordon bleu, um, which is to die for. Nice, um, I play around with a lot of different things, spaghetti squash and chicken parmesans. We, mm-hmm. we like to do that. We eat a lot of salads. I cook a lot of meat, but we eat a lot of salads. Yep. Um, yep. I've gotten into cooking a lot of Wagyu steaks. I like that. That's Once you've had Wagyu, you, you're you're spoiled yeah it's kind of hard to go to anything else yeah. so it's expensive but it's good yeah so some, some things are worth it eh? yeah some things are worth it yeah and just experimenting and playing and having fun yeah. like salads with uh cold salad on the bottom mm-hmm. hot salad on top like yeah it's yeah no lots of fun yeah definitely uh, some creativity there this is uh, great. Thank you so much. Appreciate you doing this, Bevan. And uh, we'll certainly we'll put your Facebook links and everything in the show notes. And uh, folks, if you're up in the Terrace, Northern BC, be sure to check out Redneck Kitchen. Bevan, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Can't go wrong with it. You Catch you later. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. That's a wrap, everybody. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate you tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. Big thanks to Bevan from Redneck Kitchen for joining me on the show tonight. They have the food truck shut down for the winter, but keep an eye on their Facebook page for updates and events. Wherever you're listening from, I hope you get out and support your local barbecue joints. If you visit www.eatmorebarbecue.ca, you'll find a listing of all the great barbecue joints in Alberta. I'm working on a revamped version of the Alberta Barbecue Trail page, so keep your eyes open for that. 
You can follow me on Twitter at Eat More Barbecue, and I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Eat underscore More underscore Barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, please drop me an email at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB, and is a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.